on today's podcast. Yeah, jazz hands. You can't see my jazz hands because you're listening. That's stupid. Why am I doing that? Anyway, I'm going to be talking about, I don't know. I think I'm going to give a relationship tip today because I was supposed to give it last episode, but you know. <laughs> Anywho, I'm also going to be talking about a situation that happened at a Kendrick Lamar concert and give my two cents on it. I'm going to be reading lyrics from a very popular song in the 80s. Uh, can't wait for you to hear that. Going to give my petty take on sports, more particularly the NBA playoffs. And then I'm going to wrap it up with the crying Jordan face of the week and give a shout out like I usually do. Hope you're enjoying your Memorial Day. Thank you to all the soldiers who put their life on the line for us to have freedom. And Maestro, drop that beat, please. Jason Podcast. I am your host, Jason Tyree, aka a man called Jason, aka Jason St. Patrick, because I'm about to go ghost on this podcast. <laughs> okay, actually, I'm not going to go ghost. I'm going to be here for the entire podcast, but you know, I'm feeling very um, power ish right now. Um, I can't wait for that show to come back on, man. That, that that show is awesome. Season five is on its way. July 1st. Oh, I can't wait. Can't wait. But anywho, this is episode six. Episode six, man. Woo. Um, that may not seem like a lot to uh people who've been in the podcast game, but hey, six. I we're gonna keep the ball rolling. That's what we're gonna do. It's funny, man, because I've been in any oh bleh, I've been in any what is that? Anywho, I've been in these podcasts, uh Facebook groups, you know, just networking and things like that. And there was a post in the group where they were talking about their podcast numbers, and one of the guys is like, Man, I'm just trying to get my podcast numbers up. Trying to get to at least one to two thousand downloads per episode, and I'm sitting here like, er, really? Wow, I'm sitting here sitting on 40 per episode, and, and I'm thinking that's great, you know. But different people have different goals and different reasons for doing it. I know there was quite a few that were trying to see how they can get some some monetary gain from podcasts and. There were other people, which I think I fall in this category, who's like, man, this is a hobby. I do it for fun. Uh, for me specifically, it's just been very therapeutic um, and I enjoy it. And I think that's the key, man. You got to enjoy what you're doing. And that's going to help with your longevity and your consistency. Um, and so who knows what's in store for this podcast, man. Um, in fact, next episode could be very epic then again it, it may not be but the reason i'm saying that is because there's some things possibly brewing and if things fall through you'll definitely know before the next podcast because 
yeah but if it doesn't manifest then episode seven is going to come anyway you know what i mean so worst case scenario you're gonna get me next week anyway um but yeah that's next week let's talk about today uh as far as me personally uh things have been on an up and up i know today uh today is saturday of course i i normally record my podcasts on saturday and um you guys get it on monday so um just got back from kind of like a family outing on my dad's side uh for those who are new to the podcast and may not know i actually started this podcast uh in april probably um a week after my father's funeral um and which which reminds me this is going to be the first memorial day that i can really honor my father because now he's passed away he was a vet and yeah wow um i feel great emotionally um considering you know it's still kind of fresh that my dad's gone but you know i'm doing a whole lot better um emotionally about it and it was just great getting together with the family today seeing my kids play with their cousins and family members and just it was great just seeing my dad's side of the family and you know really hoping that we keep it going you know keep the consistency going you know what i mean so that was great um i know last week i went on a tangent um on the monologue and I didn't get a chance to talk about what I specifically had planned for it. Um, and so I'm gonna do that right now. And it was gonna be a, another relationship tip um, for those, again, who are new. I just recently celebrated my 12 year wedding anniversary. What it was it like two weeks ago? Yeah. Um, and periodically people were like man 12 years that's a that's a long time which it is man considering the error and time that we live in today 12 years of marriage is is very commendable um and so and it, it took work it took work um it's a daily decision things like that but one of the tips that i wanted to give on a relationship aspect is merging um let me explain that concept merging really helped me out as far as finding the one for me and i noticed what i said the one for me there's a lot of people looking for the one but when you add for me to it then it makes a little bit more sense because there's no such thing as the one there is a such thing as the one for you because everybody's different you know what i mean but i think the concept of merging needs to be introduced more because it would really help a lot of people out and i think what happens is people keep going off on detours and I look at it like this everybody in life 
have their own path. They have, a, you know, their own purpose, their own path in life. And the whole object of a path is to go forward, right? You're not trying to go backwards in life. You're not trying to go sideways in life. There's a path ahead of you. You go forward. That's what we're put on this earth to do, to go forward in our path. The thing about meeting someone that's for you is that a lot of times we take detours. You know, we're we're on this path, this highway of life, and we see somebody that we like, but they're not even going in the same direction. So we take an early exit detour or we drive off on the shoulder or we try to do u-turns in life because we feel that that person's for us and everything like that but when you do these things you stop your momentum you stop going forward in life and you hook up with people who weren't trying to really go in the same direction as you um and i think the concept of merging is important because you when you hook up with someone you're both going forward and if it's meant to be you guys will merge you wouldn't have to force your hand or force your direction into that person's life it, it just works that way you just keep going forward following your path they will come and y'all will merge that's where the whole concept when two becomes one that's what that is, guys, merging. And I think if people who are single, especially um, if they take their time, keep going forward, learning about themselves, understanding themselves, loving themselves in a forward motion, then you will find someone suddenly in your traffic flow. And you're like, oh, wow, they're moving forward in life, too. Hey, nice to meet you. Yada, yada, yada. Next thing you know, you're merging. I think that's how it should work. Whether you agree with it or not, whatever. I'm just throwing out a tip. It's not a suggestion. It's not law. I'm not making y'all do this. But these are my point. This is my point of view. It worked that way for me. Um, and I think that it will work that way for a lot of people. But again, all this is just advice. You know what I mean? Y'all, at the end of the day, y'all can, you know, do whatever y'all want to do. Um, <laughs> I was thinking of, I don't know if you guys know the Hodge twins. Um, <laughs> they're funny and they they have a similar slogan. Slay, all of this is just advice. At the end of the day, you could do whatever the you want to do. <laughs> But it is, man, you know, I'm not trying to be Dr. Phil on on this podcast or anything like that. But guys, you know, I, I, I think I have a little bit of experience in this thing. And so, you know, occasionally I'm going to throw these little tidbits out. So that's that. Take it or leave it. It's up to you. Anywho, that's that. And, um... I'll catch you guys on the next segment. All right. Peace.
Welcome back to the podcast, the Walk with Jason podcast. That is, if you are not following me on social media, you can do that. Yes, you can. Walk with Jason. Any social media platform, Walk with Jason. And if that's too difficult for you, you can go to walkwithjason.com. Find everything you need to know about me, Jason. All right. Okay, on this segment here is where I give my two cents on a topic. And that topic of choice today has to deal with um, a white fan at a Kendrick Lamar concert. Some of you may know where I'm going with this, but for those who don't, um, the gist of it is there was this white fan who rapped the N-word at a um, Kendrick Lamar concert. Let me go um, into the story here. Kendrick Lamar was the headliner for Alabama's Hangout Music Festival on Sunday, May 20th. Always one to put on a great show, Kendrick deciding to bring fans on stage to rap along to one of his big, rowdy crowd-pleaser records, Mad City. Um, one of the concert goers invited on stage was a white woman named Delaney, who was clearly very eager to join the once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to rap alongside Kendrick Lamar. Unfortunately for her, things only got worse from there. The problems arose when Delaney blurted out the N-word contained in the song's chorus multiple times, garnering boos and jeers from the audience. Kendrick Lamar trying to save the situation and Delaney stopped her performance, prompting her to sassily ask the rapper and Pulitzer Prize, I mean Pulitzer Prize winner, I like how they threw that in there, if she's not cool enough for him. Am I not cool enough for you? That's what she said. Lamar responded by asking her to just bleep one single word. Just bleep one single word. She apologized and tried again, but on her second attempt, she failed to stay on the beat and was visibly nervous. Um, Kendrick swiftly and mercifully then shut down her performance. According to Hot New Hip Hop, Delaney said that she's used to singing it like Kendrick wrote it. Mm. Let's bookmark that. That's probably true, but it only works to indict her more in what is one of the most salient analogies for the commercialization of black culture. For as much praise and adulation Kendrick Lamar gets for his radical and social commentary, he's a global superstar with a large white fan base that enjoys rapping alongside like Mad City without really thinking about the things they're gleefully repeating. You can check out the video of her excruciating performance below, as well as the video of another fan who performed on stage more successfully. Okay, and that's pretty much the gist of that. Now, I have two sides um, of this. Um, for those who don't know the Mad City song, 
Um, the 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 hook is um, you know, man down. Where you from, my n word? Something, 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 something. My n word. I can the the lyrics escape me at this moment, but um, it it does have repeated usage of the n word in that, and it's a catchy song. Um, here's the thing. Should Delaney have been more cognizant of the fact that that word was in the hook and she could have censored herself? Sure, she could have done it. I, I believe she could have done it. Um, yeah. But at the same time, and I, whatever, I, I really don't care. I'm just going to voice my opinion on it. At the same time, Kendrick wrote it in his song and he invited her up there. It wasn't, I don't know, from if you scale it all the way back, I wouldn't say he set her up per se, but it just wasn't a good look. I think both of them could have handled it differently. I think. I think both of them were in the wrong. Most people would probably say, no, nah, she was in the wrong. She knew how to bleep out the word and da, 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 da. But at this, at the end of the day, she was repeating what he wrote right or wrong. These are the lyrics. Um, and so, and right or wrong, Kendrick was in control of which song Like he invited her on stage and he knew what song he was going to do. I, again, I'm not trying to say it was a setup, even though it could really be looked at as a setup, but it just was not a good look on both, both ends. I, I will give it to Kendrick. He did try to smooth it over, but it was just awkward. Um, it was just awkward. But Delaney still should have been cock. Should have been aware of what was going on. Um, so I can't. I can't let her off the hook. Um, I just think in the future. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. Because I understand the crowd participation. And it's a thing that he does at most of his concerts. It's not like that was the first time he brought someone on stage to to rap the lyrics. Um, you know, so it's been done before. That's why I can't totally dismiss Delaney for that. Um, she just was not aware of the situation. And if she was, then that's even worse. So Delaney's wrong for that. And I think Kendrick got to take some type of blame for it, too. We can't let Kendrick skate off with that because they, they were both in the wrong. man. They were both in the wrong. Whether you agree with that, that's not a prerequ prerequisite for what I just said, because um, I'm not taking a poll on who agrees with what I just said. It is what it is. Um. But hopefully it's a learning lesson for Delaney and Kendrick and 
we're going to run into this again. I don't think it was that big of a deal to where we need to throw a big stank about it. Um, because I think there's more pressing issues going on, but you know, it happened. Some people will say, well, it was in Alabama. So I'm not surprised. Yeah. 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 There's that too, but that's my two cents on that situation. Um, yeah. Pretty interesting there. Okay. Well, we are skating through this episode. Yes, indeed. I will catch you on the next segment. So, keep it locked. Welcome back to the podcast, the Walk with Jason podcast, that is. Follow me on social media, Walk with Jason, or go to my website, walkwithjason.com. Yeah. Anywho, this segment here is where I take lyrics from a song, questionable lyrics, I might add, to a song that everyone enjoys and loves, whether it's a new song or a throwback. In this week's song, I decided to choose a song from a very, very popular artist. That artist is the late, great Michael Jackson. Yes. Now, here's the thing with Michael. I love Michael. I believe he was the greatest performer of all time pure magic when he's on the stage um thriller obviously a classic he's created classic music for decades from his from the time he was with his brothers to all the way up to gosh what this is it i mean his catalog is very very impressive if you are having a bad day and you don't know what to listen to and you just stuck throw on a Michael Jackson song or or a Michael Jackson playlist. You'll be good. You'll be good. Michael will lift your spirits. He will. The gloved one. Yes, indeed. But I've always had a slight gripe about Mike and his songwriting abilities. Now, For a good portion of his career, he had other writers, as do most singers. But, you know, occasionally Mike would try his hand in writing lyrics. And uh, let's just say I personally think they were less than stellar. Now, the song that I've always had issue with because I I just really felt that the lyrics were, oh, what's the word? Bad? (laughs) Is ironically the song Bad by Michael Jackson. You know, doom, 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 doom. The song's catchy. The song's popular. It sold millions and millions. Yes, it did. 
you guys were jamming to it, kicking your leg and moonwalking to the song and grabbing your crotch and throwing your hats and you was in your Michael Jackson zone and you was like, you know, I'm bad, I'm bad. You were doing all of that, right? I'm guilty too. I was doing it. But then one day I was like, what is he saying? Because sometimes, you know, with Mike, he'll, he'll be on that. You'll be like, ah, he's jamming, but I don't know what he's saying. So one day I was playing bad and I was listening very carefully to the lyrics. And I was like, this is not good. That's this is my personal opinion, and I'm gonna read the lyrics for you. Okay. Uh, may not read the whole. Let me see. I'm gonna see if I can go through the whole song. You know what? I'm gonna try to go through the whole song. Okay. And while I'm reading it, I'm gonna try to give my interpretation of what I think Young Michael was talking about. Okay. So first one, your butt is mine. Ooh, man, that is intimidating, huh? Your butt is mine. Oh boy. Now some would say pause because we're in a different era, but in the eighties, it was acceptable to say your butt is mine. <sighs> your butt is mine. Gonna tell you right. You tell him, Mike, <laughs> just show your face in broad daylight. Mm. Yeah. I'm telling you on how I feel. Not about how I feel, but on how I feel. Oh, he's going to tell you his emotions before having this duel, this fight with you. He's going to let you, he's going to lay it all out for you. I'm going to hurt your mind. Going to shoot to kill. Now, he ain't trying to hurt you physically. He's trying to hurt your mind. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Lay it on me. All right. Now, maybe he's egging the other person on. Say, hey, you swing first. I don't know. But even if you swing first, I'm going to hurt your mind. Hmm? Yeah. Get get some of this mind punch. Yeah. Okay. I'm giving you on count of three. Not on the count of three. Listen, this is his songwriting. Okay. I'm giving you on count of three to show your stuff or let it be. My dude said he's going to count it off for you. I've looked at plenty of world star fights and I don't think I've ever seen a count off and minds getting hurt. But, you know, to each his own, to each his own. Um, I'm telling you. Just watch your mouth. Now, that was probably the toughest thing he said in this verse so far. I know your game, what you're about. Like, he knows you, man. Come on. He knows you. Don't play me. I'm Michael Jackson. I know you, man. I know your game and what you're about. That's what Mike said, man. Pre-chorus. Here we go. Well, they say the sky's the limit. And to me... <laughs> That's really true. But my friend, you have seen nothing. Just wait till I get through. You know why? I'm going to tell you why. 
Because I'm bad. I'm bad. Shimon. Really, really bad. You know I'm bad. I'm bad. You know it. Really, really bad. You know I'm bad. I'm bad. Shimon. You know really, really bad. <laughs> and the whole world has to answer right now. Just to tell you once again, who's bad? Well, he, he laid it out for you on that course. He, he said, look, guys, I'm bad. You can ask the world. Okay. They're going to tell you who's bad. Okay. Verse two. The word is out. You're doing wrong. Dude, he is rebuking you right now. Okay. The word is out. You have been seen okay you you've been doing wrong gonna lock you up before too long you're gonna get arrested okay because you've been doing wrong things okay uh your lying eyes gonna tell you right it's like i can see it in your eyes fam huh <sighs> so listen up don't make a fight in essence mike says hey guys I'm going to snitch on you and you're not going to like it, but you shouldn't like it because you've been doing wrong things. But listen, man, don't make this a fight. Huh. Your talk is cheap. You're not a man dog. He called his manhood out. That's the second toughest thing he said in the song. Okay. You're throwing stones to hide your hands. I know, I know Wesley Snipes was finna get it. I don't know if y'all seen the video, but Wesley was sitting there like, dude, hurry up, please. I don't know what's happening. Well, they said the sky's the limit, yada, yada. We already went through that. We already went through the chorus. Let's go through this other chorus thingy. We can change the world tomorrow. This could be a better place. If you don't like what I'm saying, then won't you slap my face? Okay. So he finally gets to the end of it. Um, and I'm telling you, written by Michael Jackson. <sighs> Mike. Love you, dude. R.I.P. I know you moonwalking in heaven. But this song. The songwriting. The premise, everything about this song is bad. And not bad meaning good, but bad meaning bad. <sighs> Think about it. If I were to about to, if I, if, I was, if I was about to fight someone, I'm not going to say your butt is mine. I'm going to hurt your mind, but before I hurt your mind, I'm going to tell you how I feel about it. Listen, man, I, I may snitch on you um, and call you out because you've been doing bad things. But um, if you don't like that, then, you know, I mean, you can slap my face. Not once did I say I'm going to kick your butt. Not once in the song did he said I'm going to punch you physically. There was not one physical threat from michael jackson in that song 
yet he's provoking physical affliction on him. Ah, uh, you can't dance your way out of these, these, uh, these situations. And, uh, huh, that's Mike for you, man. That's Mike for you. Anywho, I will catch you guys on the next segment. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the podcast, the walk with Jason podcast that is yeah and we are talking sports shout out to the world of sports facebook group as always um yankees yada yada we win a lot of games we hit a lot of homers eh, we may have lost maybe one or two we gave those games away just to seem human but we're better than everybody in the league. We're going to win our 28th ring. Yada, yada, yada. Blase, blase. Water is wet. The sky is blue. All right. That's the wrap up for baseball. I haven't been following hockey, but it seems to be quite a riveting matchup. And um, yeah, so good luck to whoever's in there. I'm sorry. I just not really big on hockey. Maybe I'll try to get into it. There was one time where I was kind of into it and I was going for the Blackhawks, but that seemed like a bandwagon thing to do because I don't know anything about hockey. Uh, you know, yada, yada. NFL, um, other than some controversial uh, new rules, um, not much is happening there. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm just waiting on my Niners. That's all. I'm just waiting on my Niners. Um, anywho, NBA, we're in playoff, deep playoffs, conference finals to be exact. And guys, listen, if you're new to the podcast, there are teams and players that I do not care about. Okay. When it's football season, I'll go through my list. When it's basketball season, especially, you know, college and all that, I'll go through my list of teams and players I don't care about when those respective uh, associations and, and leagues start their season. But right now in the NBA, um, there's not, yeah, there, well, okay, I'll take that back. There are teams that I don't like, but there are more specifically players that I do not care for, okay? And there's two in particular that I do not care for, okay? Now, who are those two, you may ask? I'm sure if you follow me on social media, you may already know. But one of those guys, one of the two, is LeBron James. LeBron James. Him. Yeah. Whatever. Don't really care for LeBron James. I, I just don't. Okay. Now, LeBron James fans, please. Because... 
Actually, it's the fans that make me hate him more than I should. You fans are pathetic. You're ridiculous. You read ESPN articles and watch ESPN religiously. And they feed you this propaganda of LeBron can do no wrong. Oh, LeBron, he ate the most Cheerios in the playoff series, more than Michael Jordan. They love just throwing Michael Jordan in the mix whenever mentioning LeBron James for no apparent reason. LeBron could floss his teeth, and somehow they say that he flossed his teeth just a millisecond more than Michael Jordan. Your favorite could never. Hook, stop with the comparisons. It's tiresome. I hate it. It's not going to make LeBron's hairline grow back. It's just irrelevant, guys. And and you, LeBron fans, every time I just trash this dude, y'all always try to come back with, oh, but he, he does well off the court and he gives back to the community. And he's never been in a scandal and he's a great husband and a father and da 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 blah 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 Listen, I'm only talking about LeBron James on the basketball court. Okay? On the basketball court. Let's stay on topic. Ain't nobody talk about his off-the-court life. He's a great guy. Great businessman. Great guy overall. On the basketball court. I do not care about LeBron James. I do not want LeBron James to win. And as of right now, his team is facing elimination. Kevin Love got a concussion. He was out game six. He will be out game seven. Game seven is on Monday when this podcast come out. But I don't know the outcome of it. I'm only praying that the Boston Celtics do their job and stop LeBron James from going to the finals. That's all I ask. That's all I ask. Okay, that's all. But even saying all of that, there is one other player that I can't stand a little bit more than LeBron, surprisingly. I know you're like, really? Because on social media, man, all you talk about is LeBron and how much you don't want him to win. Man, who else? I mean, there's someone above LeBron James that you don't like? Yes, 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 and yes. And that guy is none other than Kevin Durant. Listen, okay. They're probably playing as we speak. Because again, I record on Saturday and you guys get this podcast on Monday. But as of right now, what is it? 10.22 p.m. They're playing right now. I'm not even going to check the score. I'm just believing that this... Um, that the Houston Rockets are handling business. It's going to be tough because they don't have Chris Paul, who was just eating them up the other day. Just eating them up. Just <laughs> eating them up. Then he got hurt, pulled a hamstring. That sucked. But Golden State sucks without Iggy. Um, And so I'm just hoping, 
hoping that Houston ends it tonight. Okay? That's what I'm hoping. But all in all, if I can just get one of the two teams to not go to the finals, I'm good. If the Cavaliers get eliminated, I'm good. If the Warriors get eliminated, I'm good. If both teams get eliminated, oh my goodness. The Lord will the Lord loves me if that happens. He loves me in general, but man, the favor of the Lord in his hand will be upon me with countless times and energy and everything for these petty memes that I will flood timelines with if both teams lose. Now, the memes are coming whether one of the teams lose or not. But worst case scenario is the Warriors and the Cavs will meet for a fourth time in the NBA Finals. Is this what you want? Is this really for the fourth year in a row? Really? Really? This is what you want, huh? You guys are cheering for this. Oh, yay, yay. I want a fourth match. Yay, yay, yay. Please let this happen again. This is stupid. No one wants to see them. Well, okay. Apparently, a lot of people want to see this again. I don't. I can care less. Get somebody new up in there. Please, for the love of God. Please. Please. Anywho, that's my spiel on sports yeah so hopefully by next week which could be an epic episode but even if it's not what i think is going to manifest itself to be i hope that during this segment next week i can gloat and praise the lord that at least one of the teams got eliminated that's all that's all. Anywho, keep it locked. Catch y'all on the last segment. Peace. Welcome back to the podcast, the Walk with Jason podcast. That is, listen, I love doing this. I love doing it every week. It's been fun. It's been fun networking. It's been fun helping people with their podcast, which I didn't think I had anything to bring to the table because I'm new at this. But, you know, help is help, whether you're new or old, whether you have experience or little experience. It doesn't matter. Helping in general, the act of helping is very cool and very good. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Very happy um, about this podcast life. And um going to see where this thing takes me. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in every week. It's been nothing but a blessing that I have people listening to me talk. Because for those who know me in real life, I'm not much of a talker. Not because I'm shy. It's because I'm a starch introvert. But I'm trying to break out of that because I really do want to be a people's person and I really want to, uh, you know, mingle, have a social life. 
And um, I think that's going to happen. I think this podcast is going to open up doors for me to meet new people and break out of that and become more balanced. And it's helping me with just speaking in general. And I know that in the future, it's going to open up some type of doors where I'm going to be speaking in front of people. And I'm ready for it, man. I'm ready for it. I'm excited of the potential. You know what I mean? But anywho, I'm going to give my shout out first. And then we're going to end it with the crying Jordan face of the week. (laughs) I need some type of, you know, punch in that that really just bring off to that the crying Jordan face of the week. <laughs> Anywho, um, shout outs. I want to get who am I giving a shout out to this week? Huh? Let me see. Yes, this is who I want to give a shout out to this week. I want to give a shout out to my guy, my homie, my dude, man. This is my homie, man. Like we go back to 1999 first year of college man i told my age there um <laughs> but my dude his name is tony tony gabaton i have to start giving out last names because i can say chris paul uh wow ironically that's a person chris paul but chris uh Ryan, Matthew, all these random first names. And you're like, okay, that's great. He gave a shout out to them. Who, who's that? But, um, you know, I want to give the first and last name out. So Tony Gabaton, that's my dude, man. He introduced me to the world of rapping, not hip hop. He didn't introduce me to hip hop or rap. He introduced me to rapping, MCing spitting on the mic and for those who don't know i have quite a catalog of music of me rapping um that you can find on walkwithjason.com yes go to the about me or wherever you want to learn about me and then you'll see subcategories one of them says mc you click there you're gonna find the entire catalog of my music and who knows? I may be coming up with some new stuff. Who knows, man? You know, because that's that's one of my. My um, I wouldn't say hobby. I'll say more of a passion. I love I love music. I love rapping. I love writing raps um, the whole nine. So who knows? You may get some new music in the future. I don't know. I don't know. Blah, blah, blah. But anywho, thank you, Tony, for introducing me to that platform. Um, crying Jordan face of the week. All right. Who do we have for crying Jordan face of the week? Let's go to Dallas, Texas. And we're going to read about a Dallas high school basketball star who was really a 25 year old man posing as a student. Oh, my goodness. A high school basketball player arrives from nowhere and wins Offensive Player of the Year honors in his school district as a freshman. Sounds good. Too good to be true. 
In the case of 17-year-old Rashawn Richardson at Hillcrest High in Dallas, it was. Turns out Richardson was really Sidney Bouvier Gilstrap Portley. A completely different name, good grief. A 25-year-old man who graduated from high school seven years ago. <laughs> According to Dallas Independent School District officials, Gilstrap Portley was arrested Friday and faces a charge of tampering with government records. Court records show he was booked into Dallas County Jail last week and has been released on bond, the Dallas Morning Star I mean, Morning News reported Dallas school spokeswoman Robin Harris told the Morning News that Gilstrap Portly posed as a refuge from Hurricane Harvey. Knowing that the district was allowing evacuees from the storm to enroll, even if they weren't able to provide all the documentation normally required. Oh, this dude seized the moment and got caught. This is. This story's crazy. He took that as an opportunity to gain access to our schools, Harris said. He was fairly savvy to be able to utilize that type of position, knowing that we were accepting Harvey students. A background check showed that the person who presented himself as Richardson previously had been enrolled in two other high schools. What is this dude? My dude, talk about living hoop dreams. Like, how did he think this was going to pan out? Okay, hold on. Let me finish reading. Hold on. All right. Hold on. <laughs> Harris said school officials think Gilstrap Portley's primary motivation was to play basketball. But Dallas Superintendent Michael, oh, I don't know how to say his last name. We're going to skip over that. Told the morning news, no one should look at it that way. This is an adult infiltrating high school. That's true. People should take this seriously. No one should play it off like that. This is much more than that. I agree. The mother of the 14-year-old girl who attends Hillcrest has stated that her daughter dated the person she believed was Richardson. Now that's a problem. See, that's why you're right. This should be taken seriously. Okay, here we go. The woman told NBC5 in Dallas-Fort Worth that her daughter said she kissed the man but did not have sexual relations with him. I did not have sexual relations with that woman, Miss Lewinsky. I just had to say that. Whatever. Um, I'm upset, frustrated, angry, and sad at the same time. That's a lot of emotions to have at the same time, by the way. But anywho, um, the woman told the morning news, if it's happening at Hillcrest, then it could be happening somewhere else. People need to know. It could have gone differently if he had other intentions to hurt her or to traffic her. Very, very valid point. Very valid point. As Richardson, Gilstrap Portly was sometimes seen hanging out with a young woman who was thought to be his sister and her infant child. Hillcrest principal Chris Bayer told NBC5 police since have told him Oh, since I've told him that the woman and the baby are Gilstrap Portley's girlfriend and child. This man has a family. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The player known as Richardson led Hillcrest to an 11 and 10 record 
and was named the District 11 5A Offensive Player of the Year. First and foremost, your team was almost 500. In okay, all right, maybe he had scrubs. I don't know. Uh, Dallas Hillcrest was led by 6'2 guard Rashawn Richardson, 34 points, 15 rebounds. <laughs> Coaches, he gave the number one team in the nation 40 points in three quarters a few weeks ago. <laughs> Dog, come on, man. Oh my gosh, how old was this guy again? Let me scroll up. He was what, 40? I mean, 25, 25. He was 25? Oh my gosh. He was a good player, but didn't stick it out as being completely head and shoulders above everyone else. Um, other than him being very quiet, reserved young man, polite. Looking back on that now, it makes sense to me that maybe he was trying not to be noticed or bring attention to himself. Oh, are you okay? Yeah, because winning Offensive Player of the Year is just not bringing attention to yourself. Okay. Gilstrap Portley's charade started to unravel at the tournament in April when a coach from North Mesquite High, just 15 miles from Hillcrest, recognized him as someone who played for the school many years ago. <laughs> Wait a minute, fam. Didn't, didn't we play you about a decade ago? What? You look familiar. Good Lord. He informed North Mesquite coach Philip Randall, who then passed the information on to Hillcrest. He was a good kid, Randall said of the player he once coached. I never had any problems out of him. That's why I was shocked when I heard that all of this came out because that's not the kid that I knew years ago. Good grief. <sighs> well, they've issued apologies to the parents, along with assurances that steps will be taken to prevent anything like this from happening again. We need to make sure we follow better protocols to try to prevent this from happening. But unfortunately, this was almost like a perfect storm. To the parents, I apologize. You send your kids to be safe at school and to participate in extracurricular activities, and this should not have happened. Oh, my goodness. So, Gilstrap Portly, you get the crying Jordan face of the week. My goodness. So, how did he think this was going to play out? Like, he was going to get um, college recruits? First of all, you're 25. If you're going to pose as a high school student, why not pose as a senior, not a freshman? Like, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. This story's crazy. And what was he thinking? Like, I'm going to play four years at this high school. You know what I'm saying? And then I'm going to get scouts, man. They're going to be looking at me, dude. And by the time, you know, the scouts recognize me and my and my talents, you know, I'll get picked up by a college. You know what I'm saying? Who, you know, maybe maybe they won't check in my record then. And then, you know, I may, may play like one or two seasons. You know what I'm saying? And then I'm going to go to the league. Like, was he was he trying to get to the NBA? Or was he trying to go straight out of um, high school? Either way, let's say that he was trying to go straight out of high school. Let's say that, right? He's 25 now. He would have played four years. He would have been 29 years old coming straight out of high school. But if he would have went to the you know college for a year or two, he would have been in his 30s, fam. <laughs> this just was not going to work. 
oh my gosh and you you just really have to feel bad for the students who didn't make the cut on the team because of this guy like somebody got cut it was like ah we ran out of roster space ah this 25 year old guy's you know he's occupying the space he's scoring a lot from us too i mean this guy is pretty good um never mind the wife and kid he has or girlfriend and kid this is crazy yo crazy Whew. but anyway that's it for this episode thank you guys for tuning in listening to me i hope you guys have a great great week happy memorial day to everyone um and especially to the soldiers who put their life on the line for us to have this freedom thank you thank you and thank you again follow me on social media walk with jason go to my website walkwithjason.com if you're listening to this on apple subscribe rate please give me some ratings that will really help out and i have one question for you i think you already know what the question is but i'm going to ask it anyway because i always ask it on every at the end of every episode and that's what i'm going to do right now anyway the question is who wants to walk with jason